Welcome, folks, to episode 78 of The Morgue, an official Court Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's going on, brother? Oh, what's up, man? man? Howdy, everybody. I We've talked about this show before uh, at length and the original movie. But uh, what we do in the shadows, man. Like, I love it. Season, dude, season three is coming out this fall. It's coming out September. Um, you know, by the time people listen to this, you know, we might be doing an episode on it. It got picked up for season four already. Already. And that's yeah. a good testament to um, how this uh, season is going to play out. I mean, just watching the trailer, they it's a very, what is it, like a minute and 15 or something like that. Yeah, and, a half, it, and it's, you get it's, a, it's teaser length, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's teaser length, but you get fucking... Everything but the kitchen sink in that trailer. And it looks absolutely <laughs> yeah. awesome. So at the end of season two, it, you know, they pretty much what like they uh, what was it like they killed the the council or the council just got disbanded or something like that. What I remember from season two was that Guillermo realized he was like a full on vampire hunter thing. Like he, that's been going on through the season. He's Van Helsing he killed, line. Yes. And then yeah, he went and down he, and he killed all the, the council, right? That's yeah. okay. Yes, because yeah, the council I, was going to kill them. Yes. Because yes, they killed uh, in season one. Guillermo killed uh, inadvertently had killed the oldest vampire ever. I forgot what his name was. The guy Doug Jones oh, played. Remember? Because yes. He, because he was cleaning and then he just moved the curtain out of the way. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, the more we talk about it, the more I remember. <laughs> so now – so now they're the vampire council, yeah, which is and, great, right? And that's like, just great yeah. storytelling. So like, if, so <laughs> yeah. if, if you just pay attention, so in season one, they killed this grand vampire, kind of like a Nosferatu kind of shit, right? So then he was the head of the council at that time, right? He was like the patriarch of the vampire family, um, yeah, and uh, and then. They're getting prosecuted for his for his for for killing him, but it was Guillermo, and then Guillermo ends up killing the whole council. It's just great storytelling, and it's just awesome that they have all this um all this good shit to tell. Man, Colin Robinson, the werewolves, fucking Guillermo being a vampire hunter now, and I say that they have this comedian chick in there now, and she's hilarious. She's gonna be funny yeah, as a vampire. Uh, I forgot what her name was. Chris. Yeah, I uh, keep wanting to say Kristen Wiig, but that's not... Is that Kristen Wiig? No, no, it's no, not Kristen Wiig. No, Kristen Wiig's the other one. Something... You know what? Doesn't matter. But she's it's, been in everything. But she, yes. she... Just her way of comedy, I know she's going to be hilarious as a vampire. So I can't wait for season three. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of the movie. I know we've talked about it at length, I think, on this show before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's such an awesome just idea and story. And I'm glad that they're still able to tell the story with the same characters. Yeah. You know, it, and it, that's awesome. Yeah, because now it's just like, now it's just a fun sitcom. Yeah, know, dude, with like it's these, great. these vampires it. in it. Yeah, like, 
And the fact it's already getting like a fourth season is just like, okay, like I'm with it. Like I'm with it for as long as it wants to go. You know what I mean? Cause like, you know what though? It could be a fourth and final season if they maybe, already got but, it. But I'll take it, man. I, but I'll I take it. Yeah. Like the thing with FX too, it's like they don't, they, they invest in their shows. Like, um, you know, this like Always Sunny. Uh, Archer, like they they keep stuff for as long as the people oh, dude, want them to keep. That's true. Always Sunny's been around for fucking dude over a it's, decade, it, right? I think yeah. I think it got like I think it passed the the um the all like I think it already got the record for like the longest live action show or something like that. Like is I, I forget what the the record was or whatever. My Archer has been around for a hot minute, man. Yeah, and it's they they're still doing more of it. Like I think. With FX, they'll they'll keep you they'll keep pumping in money for as long as people like are watching, and even that like even if people aren't watching, they'll still give it like another hey, season or something. So let's you know go. I'll mean? take it. I'll take all of it. It's just fun to watch, and I can't wait to yeah. to see what uh, what's in store for the new uh, Vampire Council. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't like, believe it. <laughs> I you know it's a good cast, man. Like yeah, it's, I that's love what it. it. I think that's what it is. It's just a good cast who like. Who, who are good at being vampires and, like, just playing up all the, like, all the wacky shit. Like, Nandor, you know, like, Nandor, uh, who's, in, who's in Cruella, who was yes. in Cruella. Uh, shout out to him. We talked about that. Um, yeah, and, like, then you got Guillermo in there, and I'm I'm excited. You're right. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going on for season three and season four. You know? Yeah, I'm glad Guillermo uh, got a come up to a big time. Oh, dude. Because yeah, he was I'm- just shitted on all the time in season one. Oh yeah, and you that's know. part of the trailer, right? Yeah. They said, "Oh, we're gonna make you part of our team." So, yeah. like, but also not a vampire. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the whole thing. He's been trying to be a vampire, and then like they're making everyone but him a vampire, and he's like, "Yo, I'm." It's total disrespect. I fucking wait on you hand and foot, um, yeah. and all he wanted to do was, you know, be one of them, a vampire. And look at that! Now he's a fucking, he's officially a, a, a Van Helsing. After what was it like the DNA test or something like that, right? Or yeah, something he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a DNA test, and he found out he was part of the Van Helsing line. That's hilarious, I, dude! I I can't wait, can't wait to see. What's I know. Going on with that. Um, and, uh, you know what I could have waited text for? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was um, going to say, you know what you could wait for? <laughs> <laughs> Our main attraction. Our main attraction for today's show is, it's, uh, Don't Breathe 2. Um, I just, it's, it's not a good movie. It's, it's a yeah. stay away from it, honestly. The first <sighs> one did more justice to the idea of this dude than this movie did. This movie, again, I stay away from it. So, a full spoilers right from the start. I'm just, they take, they completely disregard what happened in part one. Like, fucking completely. Like, the fact that, you know, he kidnapped this woman. He had her in his basement. He was going to... Uh, um, artificially ins- um, inseminate her and then he was gonna artificially ins- inseminate inseminate the other chick as well you know like this guy's a fucking he's a piece of shit so in this movie they try and take a different approach to him um mm-hmm. they don't glorify him but they kind of make him this dude who's who also did something fucked up so like uh so they try to make him this like anti-hero kind of action hero thing or yeah, something text it's, it's like, hard to explain 
Yeah, because it, it's like, let's make you root for this guy by putting him up against people who are worse than him. Way which worse. Is, I mean, that's yeah, trash. Which is, it, it's not, you know, it's not the worst idea. It's been done before. Like, we've seen this done in better movies. You know, put the asshole against bigger assholes. You know, but yeah, like, but like, this asshole legit fucking took a kid so this kid that you guys see in the trailer right this little girl is his adopted jace's daughter you can say but not even officially adopted this girl came like walking out of like a blown up like meth lab where you know her her dirtbag parents were fucking making drugs right and i think she's just walking down the street after their place blew up and he found her and just took her in like he didn't even report her to the you know uh to the proper authorities so he he tried to raise this girl as his own um which honestly as a parent myself that's Nah, you don't do that. That's that's you're a piece of shit, buddy. Like and on top of that, especially knowing the kind of person you are deep down inside that you're like, hey, you're a, a fucking, you know, you're, you're murdering piece of shit. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, um, I yeah, we've already done full spoilers, right? So, yeah, okay. for sure. <laughs> yeah, because like. I guess, like, starting at the end first, right? Like, because yeah. they, you know, like, because he, he outright says it, you know, he's like, I'm a murderer, I'm a rape, I've murdered, I've raped. It's like, I'm yeah, it's like, ill. Like, But Ill. yeah, it, it's also like, there, there was nothing, like, there was nothing in the movie that, like, led to that kind of point. You know what I mean? There was, there yeah. was no, like... There was no equal level of suffering to bring about that kind of redemption, you know, that deathbed Correct. confession, you know, like, yeah. thankfully, uh, going into Don't Breathe 2 and knowing what we know about him in Don't Breathe 1, about how he intimidated people, you know, <laughs> you, you, I see, like, that's the thing, right? You can't, like, you, you can't go, forget you that. Can't, <laughs> you can't forget it because it's such a, so my first thought going in was like, Okay, he's got a daughter now. They gave him a little girl, and part of me was thinking, I was like, like, and you know, and it starts off, and he's like, he's raising her as his daughter, you know, or, and then you, first you see a little girl walking away from a burning building, and in my head, I was like, oh, is that the house from the first one? Did it burn down? Did he inseminate somebody and get a little girl successfully out of it? So yes. the the. That's what I thought at first. I was yes. like, oh my god, is this little girl gonna find out that she's the product of fucking a turkey baster and like some really gross shit, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, what we get out of it is not so much better, but like at the same time, <laughs> like in my head, I couldn't help but like keep playing that in my head. You know what I mean? Cause that first, like, don't breathe. That first fucking climax where you find out what kind of guy this is. Yeah. Um, ruins because like, any chance of like exploring it further, right? Like, yeah. So, again, we've talked about Don't Breathe <laughs> at length on this show. I think, uh, did we do a watch along? No, we didn't do a watch along. No, no. no. I, but we spoke that, about it at length, right? We, um, we've spoken about it. Yeah. Dude, it's um, so like in the beginning of Don't Breathe, like, Stephen Lang comes off at first as, okay, this is kind of cool. This idea is kind of cool, right? These kids break into his fucking house. These dirtbag kids, right? Because, you know, because 
it was like, you know, a broken down Detroit, like some real life shit. It's like, yo, let's go into this guy's house. He's blind. I heard he has money saved up. So they go and they try to fucking do this shit. And he comes off at first as like, oh, this guy's kind of like a badass right now. This blind dude. And then you dive deeper and deeper. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, now you see who he is. And, you know, on top of that, they made him talk in part one, which was like the downfall of the movie. The minute that guy started talking was the minute everything went downhill. And imagine in this movie, he's talking all the time. And Stephen Lang, like... Like he's not that great of a of an actor. Like he can he can probably do like action stuff, you know, like you know, like Avatar and be that fucking hard marine guy. But like, dude, like I don't know what kind of uh, I don't know what you're trying to do. You know? I don't know what that voice is either. You know, like, he's I, like he's like no, you see what I see, and I'm like I'm like what are you like? Why is your voice like that? You know, because it seems like you're a fit person, you know, like, yeah, it's not like, you know, you know, it's not like he's he's blind and mute, you know, or like something that would would have benefited him a lot more because as a physical actor, it'll work better. Like if he didn't talk and he just kind of went about his fucking business no talking, you know, like you heard maybe some audible grunts and whatever when he, whenever he's killing or whatever, you know, that would have worked a little bit more than him just kind of trying to be a father, like trying to be this person who's not a piece <sighs> of shit. And then like who who also like I, I don't know what the universe is like in the movie if they know of his crimes or they know of him or um, because the meth guys they knew of you know the guy being blind and maybe being dangerous right but they find out um in the garage that he's like an ex-marine or some shit but like like i don't know if they understand like they know he's a bad guy but i don't understand the whole oh let me just keep living my life and i keep getting keep selling my plants he has a greenhouse and it's like i don't understand what's going on yeah like so the like the the first one barely held itself together, and like and even it didn't even like succeed in holding itself together throughout the entire thing, you know. Because as we said, it falls apart as soon as he starts talking, yeah. as soon as you find out what he's after, and so building off of a rickety foundation is you know don't breathe too, which only complicates things further as you're saying because because now now you have an quote-unquote universe because once you get a sequel that's like okay we have to flesh out this world and you flesh out this world by like it's also what is it's it's like eight years i i was trying to piece together in my head too like i was like so when did don't breathe one take place you know because like yeah they don't really they don't really say at all like what the timeline is from the first one to the second one even in the first one you don't get a good description of the timeline in the movie because um you don't know um after they leave the house they end up in the airport you know because they're on the run and shit like that like you don't know how much time has passed since then you know right Um, and in this one and this one is even more confusing because now you have a little girl who he's been raising, yeah, for like her entire life who wouldn't remember her parents, like, but she seemed like a toddler age. You because know, like, like when 
All right. So first off, like, yeah, we have to explain the premise. (laughs) What completely like crashed the entire movie for me off the bat was that opening sequence dude, with the CGI. Like that was CGI, that, right? Dude, that was totally CGI. I'm like, okay. why? Because like, I was like, why are we doing? Why are we spending money on CGI for this? You know, and, and even the little girl in the beginning was a CGI little girl. You know, which was like that's so all. Stupid. Yeah, because that's yes. all it was. It was a shot of a burning house and yes. a little girl walking until she fell on the street. Yeah, which, but she must have been like at least six, seven. She was. She was not a little baby, or she was not even like a toddler. Like yeah, enough to she, where like yeah, because then on top of that, you know, in the story, he like she thinks he's her dad, and he's like inundating her with all this stuff, and she's like, oh, how, what about my mom? And he's like, oh, you know, you lost her in the fire and all that shit. Oh, but you know I'm what like, though? You you know what? I just remembered. I remember the fucking hmm. dirtbag father. Saying that he spent, I think, um, eighteen months in jail or some shit like that for that fire. Yeah, but that's only eighteen months. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's not a long time. You and know, this is like, and you know, that's this movie or this time span that he spends with this little girl is like years, dude. Years. It, that's so what it, it feels like, right? So yeah, no. It, there's a time card. There is a, literally a thing that says like eight years later or some shit. Like that's that. right. I totally forgot. I think no. I was looking that's at what my I'm saying. Form. That's why in my head I couldn't <laughs> help but like yeah yeah I get it. No, but like in my head I'm like no, it's been years then. So like not only has he been living with this girl for like years, he's been able to live the life that he has for years and not be disturbed. So my question is like I'm gonna assume he stopped doing his fucking savage shit while he was raising that little girl right like uh, you know what i mean maybe. like because because his end game in part one was to have was, another daughter right? yeah so i'm assuming like okay daughter. cool he got his his he won pretty much you know what he, right. he won a jace you know it's stupid like how does this terrible person still you know acquire this gift of life still you know like um uh, <sighs> that's yeah, this is what I'm saying. He's a shitty person. So, all yeah, right. So, and it's trying to give you that redemption story for him. And but, like, I get it. Listen, I get it. I totally no, get I, it because, like, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because it, that's the premise. It's a father, quote unquote, trying to save his daughter. Like, his whole thing right. was to try and get her away. Like, at the end of the day, his whole thing was to try and get her away from bad people. Him being one. Yes. Of them, right? Um, yes. So, you know, she wanted to – and it's funny because she was dying to go to this kid's shelter. And I'm like, I'm glad somebody has logic here. I'm like, I don't want to be with you strange men. I want to go to the shelter where there's people my age and weirdly look responsible. Yeah. Weirdly <laughs> enough, that was the only thing that made sense in this movie, that <laughs> she, would, she would want some, like, professional help. You because yeah. – Cause like oh her father's been keeping her in a house locked away in like the wilderness. The only person she gets to talk to really. But is Tex, like, Tex, remember she failed survival, <laughs> so now she has oh, to yeah. wait until she can pass her test again. And she only gets one <laughs> trip a month, like one ride a month from this other woman who like who buys his plants. Or I I I, I didn't understand what the transaction was there either. Like I was just like. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, it falls apart because it's building on top of a bad foundation in the first one. <laughs> a very it bad foundation. And so I'm saying, like, it immediately falls apart right out of the gate. And then and then you try and, like, look at it as its own thing. And then you start off with the CGI little girl walking down the street, right? Like, it, it just... It's tough because, like, really getting into it, so, like, I was having a good time. I admit it. I was having a good time when, like, just like the first one, when we get the house sequence, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So the whole thing is, you know, you it's a red herring, but, you know, we get this news report. We get to see this news report that, oh, there's, like, an Oregon harvesting ring going around. And so, and then like a creepy dude approaches a little girl in this dirty ass bathroom. So one thing I do appreciate is that Don't Breathe World is really gross and nasty. And that's, it's continuing yeah. from the first one. Cause the first yeah. one was gross and nasty, right? Agreed. It's like, it, yeah. it's like Detroit or some shit like that, right? Yeah. So but like, I mean, like I, I've never been to Detroit. Maybe there's a, a, some parts of it that look that, that run down, you know, but it was definitely like, you know, a, a, a very poor section of detroit and it yeah. looked shitty um it was like watching eight mile you know when we were talking about it so yeah, it was a shitty a, detroit that's exactly what it yeah. is yeah it's, yeah it was a shitty detroit and like you know in part one the kids wanted a better life they wanted to escape to california you know what i mean so yeah. um uh and it's the same shit in this one but not really actually it's uh a, completely different actually it's completely so, different so so the mother and daughter i mean the mother and father of this little girl turn out to be you know a, a bunch of like meth heads they have a drug ring and yeah. the house exploded because they were cooking some shit and the shit blew up they completely like the girl i don't even know if they if they were intending for the girl to escape the house um but, <sighs> but i i don't know how that went down it would have been kind of cool to see that sequence go down, being that it was such an important part of the, of the story. Um, yeah, and like, like, and and on top of that, it would have been cool visuals to see a meth lab blow up. I'm not, like, you're not giving me anything else, you know? Dude, yeah. So, so that's the twist, but uh, so, and the other twist. Yeah, no. So leading into that, you know, we we start out by like seeing these guys come in and into the house, you know, and the little girls running away from them through the house. And I do like that sequence. It's the same thing in Don't Breathe, where it's like it's very quiet. Yeah, you know, it, there's a lot of cool camera moves. There's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of um, averting your attention to different things. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you know, and seeing how she escapes is really fun. But, like, they eventually catch her and all that shit. Then you get into the house fight, which is kind of... That's when it starts to, like, ruin itself, you know? Because it gets very cartoonish very quickly. Oh, you the know, one like, in the basement? The fight in the basement, right? Yeah, because it's like... He's like, get in the box! <laughs> oh, my God. Run to the box! Again, so, again, very questionable. Why but he yeah. has that fucking box in the basement. You know what I mean? Come yes, because he's a murderer and a rapist and a kidnapper. We've already established this, right? So he's just building off of... But no, so the reason I bring all that up is because Don't Breathe 2 ruins itself in the same way Don't Breathe 1 does. <laughs> Once people start talking and start explaining what they're even doing, then it, like, it fucks up. Because then you get the whole... You get the mother and the father who are like, oh... 
the mother's like, oh, it burned up all my insides, the meth fire. Now I need a new heart. And now I'm going to take your heart, you know? Yeah, because the doctor says that you're compatible. I need something. I need a, what is it, like a, a, a direct relative donor or some shit like that. Which is... Which is weird because they didn't even know. Like I'm like, so you knew she was your daughter going into the thing. That's the, the implication. Entire, yeah, yeah. That's what I don't understand. Like, how but did they like, find out that they went that sh- that the old guy took her? You know? Yeah. How did they find out that he took her? How did it take years to do this? You know, because if he was only in prison for like eighteen months, and this was a years, like this is years. Because remember, he found her as a little girl. And now she's, like, in her teens, like, in her yeah. 12, 13 years old. Yeah, so she's in her like, early teens. So, like, in all this time, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. That's where it gets. Uh, and again, I'm like, and, and again, it's very, you know, as, you know, when you, you talk about logic and stuff, um, it's like th- these fucking drug dealers were probably just going about their business as usual because – her mother, you know, was the head cook, you know, the one who knew how to make the shit. So right. uh, she was dying and they were like, oh, like, let's go get you a heart, which goes back to your question. How did they know she was even there? Yeah. You know, and then and- you you have you have one of the guys like ask the obvious question of like, why are we even doing this? And then the yeah. other guy's like, she's our head cook. If she goes, we don't have a business. And I'm like, what did you just figure out like when you just get a new head cook why doesn't she just give you the recipe you know yeah and and it's like this isn't breaking bad you're not making like blue fucking meth you know what i mean you're not like it's it's just meth like it's it's not like (laughs) oh yes it's regular old meth you're making all right just figure it out go on youtube it's probably on there yeah like it's not like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like she's a scientist or something making like a perfect. Yeah, it's not Breaking Bad. She's not Heisenberg. Yeah, so, it's, it, there's a lot of problems here, man. Yeah, I'm a, glad the yeah, I'm glad the Spanish guy was the only guy who was like, "Yo, this shit's wrong, yo." Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, I, he's like, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, yo, I, no, no. He's like, I, I don't want any part of this shit, <laughs> dude. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many leaps of logic that you have to fucking make for this shit, and like, it's not even only like, yeah. It's a movie you can forgive a lot, right? Like you, if you're having a good time, I'm willing to forgive a lot of shit, you know. Like, but don't breathe too. Stop having a good time. Like, oh it's yeah. Like it, once it stopped having once, a good time. Once I saw some CG in the first opening sequence, I was like, what? <laughs> so, so right from the jump, you right were out the, of it. Like right from the jump, I was out of it already because that's nonsense. That is nonsense, dude. You don't yeah. do that. Especially like like I'm surprised if Eddie Alvarez wanted to put his name on this thing as a producer, because because like well, I'm like else, how much what else I, is he doing? Like I don't know, but like exactly. obviously not maybe producing. That's what it is. Yeah, not producing because like not he producing. he must have been like yo listen like uh, yeah sure go yeah yeah that's fine you can use this character just, just fucking leave me alone all right. <laughs> God, there's so much like. There's so much, like, once you get past the story and you're like, oh, okay, maybe there's other things to like about it. But, like I said, beyond that first house chase, like, there's nothing really here. Like, you know, even with, like, Stephen Lang's, like, fucking monster man, like, now he's, like, Daredevil. You know? Yeah. Like, and then, uh- and then the fight against the guys doesn't make sense in the end. Like, the 
you know, when he goes back in and invades their home base, you know, yeah, it it doesn't make sense because he's like, there's one scene where he's like laying on the water, and you get that trailer <laughs> scene where he's like, he's feeling the ripples <laughs> in the water to see when they walk in it. Oh but man, why are they approaching him so cautiously? In my head, I was like, wouldn't they just gun him down on the floor? Like Dude, if they were just if, regular dudes, right? Listen, they would just if, gun him down. If they were real gangsters. Right, the minute they walk in that door, I'll be like, "Yo, is he dead? I don't know. Let's find out." Exactly. End of story. You got your heart. Sorry, little girl. You know, you were meant for something greater. You know, like it's just like because it's like, hey, you already kidnapped a girl, bro. Like, why are you cautiously approaching a dead blind guy? Right. Like, yeah, come exactly. on, man. You have a gun. Shoot him. Because obviously, as we see in the end of the movie, he's very human. You know, yeah, he's kind of like Daredevil with his fucking martial arts skills and shit. But he's very human. He can get stabbed with a rod by a dude with no eyes, right? Yeah. Somehow get stabbed exactly where you need to stab somebody to fucking, you know, bleed him to death. Dude, which and he, is takes, a- he takes so many lumps like during this to where it's like... You know, I'm like, okay, you're you're using the monster against a group of worse people, you know. But yeah, then, they were then you're trying to, yeah, because like on top of that, you get like the I gotta admit, I did like the hammer dude, the hammer gimmick guy, because yeah, it's such a it's such a dumb thing. But at the same time, like I'm like, if you're gonna do dumb things, you might as well make it unique, right? Because then, Agreed. like, the, the guy has a cool like side cut, like buzz cut mullet thing going. You know, he's got he the was hammer. The, the, he's like, you know, the the crazy one, the wild card of the bunch. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and he gets the first kill in the movie. In my head, I'm like, okay, like I this guy's at least working. But then, like. God, and then you get that, oh my god. I, <laughs> I know, I'm like, the more I'm like talking about it, there's a guy with a weird accent, like, that, like, he, like, starts, when the whole box thing, he's the guy who fights in the basement, the guy with, like, the biker jacket. Oh, yeah. And, like, I didn't know if they were, like, mercenaries or something at one point. Yeah, I'm like, where are you guys all from? Uh, you guys, are, like, all look very different. And it, it turns out they're just meth heads, you know? And like, <laughs> 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 it turns out they're all just meth heads, but they're how like... How disappointing, right? It's like, oh, but how disappointing, but very appropriate. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, I, I thought they were going to be like army dudes too or something like that. Dude, you know? but you know like, what though? Like, that aside, yes, we'll get to that, right? But that aside, yo, Detroit has been getting a bad rap since fucking Beverly Hills Cop and RoboCop. <laughs> Yo, I've ne- I legit, I've never been to Detroit, but every time Detroit's involved, it is fucking like trash, dude. When Axel Foley's in the streets in Beverly Hills Cop 1, he like, everything's like, it's like a cop chase or something. Like, people, you got drug dealers going into apartments and shit, just trying to kill somebody and RoboCop, you know, like Detroit looks like a fucking, you know, post-apocalyptic world. Right. Oh my God. Detroit gets such a bad rap, man. Uh, anyways, but yeah, you were saying about the soldiers, right? I, I thought the same thing. I thought their whole gimmick was going to be something along those lines because they were all supposed to be like, you know, like war veterans or something like that, you know? I thought that's what it was because you get unique stuff because like 
you get unique things that meth heads really wouldn't think about. You know, when the guy gets his mouth glued, yeah, and the other the other guy's response is to fucking like cut a hole in the fucking side of the dude's mouth. Yep. Instead of like cutting through the mouth, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Because I, at I, first, I thought he was going to cut through the mouth, you know, because yeah. I, I kind of wanted to see that. But um, that was dope, though. The whole hey, just you know, to open your jaw and then you know, that's legit. Yeah. Like that's like legit grounded, r- real world kind of shit there. Uh, but yeah, then, like th- that gets lost a little bit, like because it's so minute, it gets lost within the grand scope of everything. But you're right, that was awesome, man. That that was a good point. Yeah, I was like, but that's the kind of decision I was like, oh, maybe so. These dudes are military dudes because it's like, yeah, that's something a guy would have thought up in the field or something real yeah. quick, you know, like. Oh, like, instead of, like, trying to cut through the mouth, let's do the easier thing. And, like, okay. And the other guy seems just fine with a whole fucking hole in his face, you know? And then he cuts his mouth, he cuts his own mouth open. Eventually, you know? yeah, so, eventually. Yeah, so it's like, it oh, I was like, oh, so these dudes are, you know, these dudes are trained or whatever. But no, they're just meth heads. Like, they're <laughs> just fucking meth heads. Yeah, and- like, it's, uh, you're, you're right. Uh, to that point, that's a big fail because obviously they bring up their military background uh, once or twice in this movie as you said yeah. like they they do things with certain precision where um you're like okay there's a professionalism here going on you know but then like you know you're right they just end up being just drug dealers you know like yeah, and then on top of that finding out that this guy was an ex-marine shouldn't have scared you it should have been like oh okay I see what we got over here. But this is when that ex-military thing just completely went out the window. He was like, you didn't tell us he was ex-marine or, or yeah. ex, yeah, whatever he was, ex-ranger, ex-marine or whatever. They freaked out after that. I'm like, oh, you guys were such badasses just a little while ago. Yeah. You know? But now like, exactly. you know, what happened? I thought it like, I thought it would have excited them. The only guy that kind of was up to the challenge was the guy in the basement, you know? Um, right. Because, you know, he kicked his fucking ass, too, you know? Yeah, because he's like, it's a fucking blind old man. Come on. (laughs) But, like, you know, because then then you have to, like, really think about it. You're like, it's a fucking blind old man. Like, yeah, yeah, he's muscular or whatever. Shoot him! Shoot him! (laughs) Yeah, like, he's a fucking blind old man. Just fucking gun him down. But, no, like... That's it, though, right? Like, just take just, an assault yeah. rifle, right? Like, an assault rifle. Like, a rapid-fire, like, automatic weapon. Ba, 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 ba. I, I want to see you outrun this. Like, you're not, like, fucking, like, you're going to die, you know? Even Daredevil will get his <laughs> ass ripped up by bullets in that, in that situation. Yeah, that's why. I don't why, understand the yeah, logic. That's why the show always made sure to show him, like, fucking healing up and shit. He's, like, dying. Like, fucking, half, he was half dead all throughout <laughs> season three. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah, like it all goes back to that, like you know, and it sucks because, like, like you said, not only does this make you this movie make you like kind of look overlook all that stuff. There's nothing really to keep you overlooking it either because there's there's so many like bad performances and stuff. When Stephen Lang is the best actor in your movie, because he has yeah. to be right, because. He technically has to be because it's his movie. It is. You know? he's, so, he's the star of the movie. And this is why so it's been video on demand, Tex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exclusively in theaters. Like, I, I believe we said this last time, too. And, like, we're probably going to say this more as we go through this Delta shit, figure out what's going on with that. But, like, 
this exclusively in theater shit is less excusable with each new week, you know? And, like, Don't Breathe 2, that's a VOD drop, my dude. Like, that Hey, is... listen, you don't see Bruce Willis saying, hey, um, I'm not good enough for this, you know? Bruce Willis drops everything on VOD now, all right? No matter how <laughs> shitty it is, all right? Everything's on VOD. You don't give a fuck. He'll take that check. This Stephen yeah. Lang vehicle should have definitely been on video on demand. This is, like, one of those things, like, like honestly, like... <laughs> I didn't even know they were making a part two until you were like, oh, they got a trailer. I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I heard in the wind a long time ago they wanted to make something, but yep. um, I didn't know how serious they were. I guess they were pretty serious. Yeah, like, <laughs> For serial dude, guys, like, we're making this movie. When I'm like, Stephen oh, you Lang, yeah. When Stephen Lang is the best actor in your movie, you know, it's like, oh, and you got to go downhill from that. Like, no, like credit to him where it's due. Like he still looks good. You know, like that's the thing. It all stops at the visual stuff, right? Like, yes. So action wise, but but exactly, <laughs> it's like I was saying, like action wise, he was good. He was good. Like like I could have I could have digested this movie better the way it is as is if Stephen Lang was fucking blind and fucking mute. You know what I mean? Like if he didn't say a word, if 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 whatever war scar, whatever he was, kind of just he couldn't talk. He was blind as well, but he had awesome hearing, whatever. Uh, but you didn't hear a single word from him. Like, I think I would have had a better time with it because it was just too much, man. It was just too much. I, I wasn't interested in seeing his fucking universe. I was interested in seeing more him just kind of do his savage shit, you know, just be a bad guy because, like, yeah, that's what no you are. So, so, like, they, it was a missed opportunity where, like, for instance, let's say, like, let's say, they didn't want to swerve us with the whole heart thing, right? And they were like, hey, listen, and let's say they weren't just meth heads. Like, oh, we're a bunch of mercenaries trying to find my daughter, you know? Like, you right, know, yeah. this happened, that happened. Like, like, you still could have pulled off him kind of taking a kid away from somebody and pretending that he was the father. Because if you did that, that would have totally made him such a fucking heel. Like, okay, I get it. This is his thing. He's like, you know, it's a hard R kind of shit because of just, hey, he's kidnapping children pretending to raise them, you know? Um, they're like, but luckily there's no like evidence of anything sexual or anything like that, which is awesome. Thank God. Uh, thank God for that. It seems like he's on the up and up when it comes to that shit. This is why even even in the first it was like, uh, uh, turkey basting. But then this is why when at the end he was like, I raped. I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh. Yeah, he just dropped that in there. Like, yeah. Like, we, we're I, supposed even, to. Even in the first one, he said, oh, I didn't rape her, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to so incinerate now, her. But, um, so, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, what happened in those eight yeah, years? But, um, but like, <laughs> I would have accepted him more if they would have definitely leaned in more into that kind of, hey, he's like this creep. Exactly, Arturo, because, like, so the final thrust of this movie is the little girl at the center of it all being like, man, fuck all this. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm tired of this. Like, fuck she's this tired piece, of her. <laughs> yeah, she's tired of her fake dad. She's tired of her, her real parents trying to kill her. And, like, she even sheds some blood. Like, she kills, you know? And I'm like, you know, at that point, she's like, then she's like, fuck all this. I'm going to go to a shelter, right? Like, (laughs) if they would have steered into that more, I think, like, going, leading, like, going back to what you said about making him more of a creep, like, then making it more about the little girl fighting back against this, you know, and against 
and it, the, like uh, and it gets her parents and it like making her the focal point more of like yeah you know. because we get hints sprinkled in um throughout the movie that she's unhappy being there she's un knowingly being kept against her will we as the audience see that oh like hey listen this guy's kind of you know super like crazy overprotective kind of shit and even that lady with the flower van even says hey listen you gotta loosen the leash or you're gonna lose her and blah 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 and all that shit so we see that like you know there is this opposition against this little girl um to try and kind of just be free you know that that you know she can't interact with other kids she's in this house she has to go through this uh survival training and and she lives this crazy life that a little kid should not be leading and it would have been smart to focus on her honestly especially at the end like it would have been great if she was the last one to actually kill Stephen Lang's character yes like like yes. yo like you fucking lied to me like you know Thank you for the training, but fuck you. And then he, she just stabs yeah. him. Like, he slit, like it, it slits his throat, stabs him in the fucking chest or whatever. Yeah, if you're going to make her kill someone anyway, you know, because, like, they they make her be the one who kills her dad to her protect dad, him. Yeah. Yeah, her meth dad, yeah. Yeah, her meth dad. They make her kill her meth dad to protect him, you know, but then, like... Yeah, I think if they would have steered into the whole creep thing, and if, if the little girl would have been fighting this whole time, if it would have been a, a huge swerve to get, like, a final girl situation, yeah. then maybe maybe it would have worked out for the better. Because, like, yeah, yeah. Cause then the, the, ending, the ending rides on her, too, where it's like, oh, what's your name? And she's like, Ray Skywalker, you know? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Phoenix Skywalker. Yeah, and I'm like, where did fucking... Like, I don't know where Phoenix came from. Was that his name for her? Yeah, like- yeah. He named her Phoenix, you know, because that's, she came uh, from a fire, obviously, uh, you know. Yuck. But, but then, then her, the her but then her her real name was like Tara or her it's funny in the theater when um when uh she was like, uh, oh, I'm asking, you know, her met that a bunch of questions. He's like, oh, what's my real name? And then and then he was like, uh, uh, Tara. And we were just all cracking up because it's like, obviously, this guy's just feeding you garbage. You know, yeah, like, he doesn't care dude. about you. Dude, he's, let's look at him. And on top of that, who, who's that actor guy? I've seen him before. Um, I don't know, but he does the he does the Gary Oldman. Everyone, you know, but he's like, <laughs> who do we send? All of you, or all of you. And I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking. Oh gross. my god, um, like that's that's the thing. Like, I bet, like, it's because they tried. It's a Stephen Lang vehicle. You know, now we understand why he wanted to do another one because he's like, oh, I feel so much more in this character. I'm like, because it's your one character you've had in like fucking ever. years forever like where yeah, forever right yeah, w- yeah. like uh, like honestly what has he done before you know like avatar yeah. doesn't count because i didn't know who he was before avatar either you know what i mean yeah. like so kudos he, to him for getting yeah. another movie i guess you know but this kind of soured me on him in general i'm like i don't want to see him in anything anymore i was know? never a big fan either like honestly Same i here. just saw yeah. this movie because it was, it was out in theaters there's nothing else to talk about yeah yeah we kind of have to do it we had to do it for the feed we had to do it for the fiends at home we, but we like, have to do it for you awesome listeners out there and um <laughs> and obviously guys stay away from this one um stay away from stay the away first from one it. too um yeah the you first one as yeah. well stay away from that this one's too. this one's so bad it 
it's like just stay away from this franchise. Stay like, away from it, the franchise. Steer veer away from this one. Uh, you know, immediately, please. It's uh, it's not worth your time. Um, it it's, breaks all it's logic. It's not worth the yeah. It's not worth the risk of Delta because now that you have to like consider that as part of like everything else, you know, like. Listen, I'm willing to catch it for Halloween kills. That's about <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> yeah, knock on wood, right? But, like, legit, Listen, yeah, if there's yeah, one legit. movie... Halloween kills, it's gonna be it, man. So, but, uh, yeah, but um, stay it's away from the whole franchise. No, yeah. <laughs> if you do... If you do want to watch uh, something Fetty Alvarez that is actually good, go watch Evil Dead. Um, of course, uh, yes. Uh, that is absolutely awesome. And thank you once again, folks, for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, this was episode 78 of 78. Uh, The Morgue, all right? That's Don't a breathe long time, this. Right? <laughs> Don't breathe this so bad it made you forget what episode oh. number this was. Like, <laughs> Almost. Dude, Almost, like, right? It's yeah, just, like, yeah. Like honestly, we like I, old was bad, dude. And then like, oh uh, yeah, we on. thought old was bad. And, like you're right though. I almost like you mentioned it before the show. Oh, it's like hey, I kind of forgot what happened in the movie. I'm like, yes, I yeah, forgot to like, say it. I, I was remember like, what happens in the movie, but you know, we'll just go along. You know. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I told like I was like the more we talk about it, if you ask me key details, I do not remember, dude. Like, oh no, just, yeah. So like again. Like I said, the minute it started, it gave me that CGI thing, and I was like, shit, man. I already sat down. (laughs) It's too late. I'm comfortable. I have my popcorn. I fucking spent the money on my concessions. Um, Now it's like, all right, let me see what you have. But yeah, folks, stay away from that one, and thank you again for listening. We highly appreciate it, and we thank you all. Um, Thank you for episode 78 to you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, this has been the Morgan official course we podcast and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Thank you again, text for everything thank you, Glenn, for the music. Thank you, Dell, for the artwork. Thank you guys for listening. Um, check out, uh, all our socials, check us out where you can get all your podcast stuff. Um, and, uh, don't forget folks, the scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. 